what's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy. We are so glad that you could join us this week for another episode. And hopefully this is going to be an episode that fires up the fan base and gets people talking about some of their favorite acoustic Kelly Clarkson performances. Over the last 20 years, she has done her fair share of acoustic renditions of her songs and other artists' songs as well. And there is a plethora of really, really good ones out there. And Pam and I decided to put our heads together and put together a list of some of our favorites. We're not calling this the all-time best. These are just some of our favorites. Maybe there's some that you were aware of maybe ones that you had forgotten about or ones you didn't even know existed. Either way, we think that you're really going to like this list of awesome Kelly Clarkson acoustic performances. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to, at least on my end, we're going to touch on originals. We're going to touch on covers. We're mm-hmm. going to touch on Kelly Oki's. We're going to kind of go across the board. And yeah. I'm really excited to go, go down this rabbit hole. It was a nice little trip down memory lane that kind of had to be like, Okay, what acoustic songs has she ever done? Like, you know, when you're in that spot, you're like, I don't remember. Yeah. And then you kind of do your homework. You're like, oh, my God, I forgot how much I love this. So, yeah, I found that we were really blessed with a plethora of acoustic performances in the early days, specifically around the breakaway era. I mean, almost everywhere she went, she was doing an acoustic performance of some sort of song. I mean, you can pretty much find half a dozen acoustic performances of just about all the big hits off of the breakaway album, just because she was all over those acoustic things. And and that was when, you know, doing an acoustic performance was still a really, really cool kind of niche thing where artists were invited to specifically do things like unplugged performances. Of course, most, most famously was MTV unplugged, uh, Kelly never got a chance to actually do the MTV version. She kind of got to do the VH1 sort of retread version of it later on. Uh, Unplugged was just a little bit before her time. But still, uh, there are so many excellent performances out there. I'm excited to share our list, Pam. Me too. So should we get started? Let's do it. All right. First one on my list is actually kind of a recent performance that she did. I chose Losing My Mind, um, The Follies, from the, the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I wasn't expecting to add this to my list. Um, I don't think I've included this on any of our karaoke lists yet. I don't. I feel like our last karaoke episode was prior to season four. We don't we don't keep track of that kind of stuff. <laughs> we let <laughs> oh we God. let the podcast platforms keep track of that. If you want to know when our last karaoke episode was, <laughs> you can just this? scroll back. <laughs> I have no memory. Did we? Incl- I don't know. Anyway, I love this performance. Um this was one of the very first ones of season four. This was in, this was in New York. Um, I was not at this taping, but I also I wasn't even familiar with the song. I wasn't familiar with the show. So this was just like a brand new song into my world, and I had very low expectations. And oh my goodness, was I blown away! And I, the simplicity of just her and Jocko. Jocko's playing guitar. She's just singing, and. The lyrics are so heartbreaking, and even if you can't relate to it, you just like you look at her and you're just like captivated by what she's saying. And mm-hmm. her vocals are so clear, and it's just there's like an ache in my heart whenever I watch it. It's so good, and 
this is kind of what I would love for her to do on Broadway. Like, yes, I love some of the fun, upbeat musical stuff, but this is my jam. Like something where it's like you are in a theater, what if the couple hundred or thousand people and it's complete silence. You can hear like a pin drop and then you just hear Kelly's like singing. Like mm-hmm. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall for this performance. I'm wondering like if anyone was there, like that's listening right now, like how many takes did she do? Like I, it just seems so perfect and so effortless and man, it's good. So I love it. Yeah. We've been really blessed this year with some really, really great Kelly Oakies. I mean, the season four is, is off to a fantastic start. And this one, I do remember. I mean, the minute you said it, I remembered it because it was one of the standout performances of the premiere week and just really a beautiful performance. And again, I'm like you, I was not hyper aware of the song. I think I had known of it very tertiarily, but what a gorgeous performance and just an excellent, excellent song. Yeah. All right. What's your next one? Um, My first song that I have on my list, I'm going to also start with something pretty recent. In fact, it's from this year and it is her performance of I Will Always Love You from the ACM Awards. Uh, Obviously, this one's really, really recent. Uh, It was just earlier this summer. It was just her, Jason and Jocko. She closed out the show, which Dolly Parton herself had hosted and she did it true to Dolly's version because I know a lot of people, it's very easy to sort of slip into the Whitney Houston version, but Kelly kept it closer to the Dolly version. And I, I mean, it's just, it's one of those moments that I think if they, when they ever show Kelly's career retrospective someday and they show all the great moments of her career, they're going to play a clip of this. Uh, as well as another one that is on my list that might be on your list too. Uh, they're they're going to play a clip of this because it was just an absolutely stunning performance of this song. And all it is is Jocko on guitar and uh, Jason on piano. It's all it needed. Anything else would have been overkill. So just a, an exquisite performance. I mean, the fact that they, they cut to shots of celebrities and and country music stars dancing with their significant others in the aisles while they're while she's singing this song i mean it's it was really really powerful and just one of my favorite performances of the year especially because like i remember sitting watching that show because like i no one knew when she was going to be coming on of course Mm -hmm. she's on towards the end but you know most of the performances were these like you know upbeat yeehaw country rock performances which are great and then it's kind of just like a total 180 and it's just this beautiful like ballad and it's so not what you expected. It like didn't it, – it kind of changed up like the the mood of the night mm-hmm. but in like a really good way. Yeah. And I think it really made her stand out. It's yeah. just such a dynamic performance from her. And I think – I mean we remember the morning after when people were talking about the ACMs, they were talking about Kelly's performance. You yeah. know, I mean it was – hers was the performance of the night and there was yeah. it was the one that everybody talked about. Because it was just, it stood out so much. So yeah. great pick. Yes. I like didn't even think to include that. Yeah. Great pick. In the same vein of barely having any performers with Kelly on stage, we're going to go to a random one. It is Stand By Me, uh, Benny King. Mm-hmm. And she did this one like <laughs> so low key. This was in, um, I think the summer of 2016. She did it like, she was doing a couple of Facebook lives when- yep. And they, there was like some announcement. And then I think it was that day when she was like, Hey guys, I'm going to be on Atlantic Records. And you realize the whole week she was singing Atlantic artists. Yep. 
And it was so ridiculously casual. She was literally in her like living room with Jason and Aben. Yeah. Jason on piano, Aben on guitar, and she doesn't have a mic. She's like clearing her throat during it. Yeah. And she still sounds like she could have just performed this right on like an award show. There was like no effort coming from her, honestly. Mm-hmm. If that's what it appeared like. And it just it's a classic song, but she still kind of was able to make it her own, not like, let's copy every single tone and vocal thing that he does. And I don't know. It just It's proof that she doesn't need all the bells and whistles. Yeah. Yeah, I had this on my list as well. Just a, a really, really beautiful performance. And that was a fun uh, few days when she was doing all those Facebook Lives, like you said, which ultimately led up to the announcement. In fact, I think it's the... The day that she did the Benny King performance Mm -hmm. shortly after that is when she made the announcement that she was moving to Atlantic Records and just a a stellar performance of one of the great songs of all time. And I'm surprised that it took that long for us to hear her cover that song. We're we're so spoiled now that we just think of a great song. We think, oh, yeah, Kelly Clarkson covered that in blah, blah, blah. This was the as far as I'm aware, at least of, of what I know of, this is the only time she's covered that song. And just so, so good. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So for my song, I'm going to go back in the day, so to speak. Uh, I'm going to go back to 2005. And there was a special on TV that a lot of celebrities and singers got together for hurricane relief. And it was called the React Now special. And Kelly Clarkson does a cover of Ray LaMontagne's Shelter. Now, you have to understand that Kelly at the time was sick. She had a a pretty gnarly cold at the time, but she still persevered and went on national TV. In fact, this was one of those uh, sort of telethons where it was on all the networks. And she comes out there, and, and, and just like when she was on Idol Gives Back, and she's there for a really serious reason, I'm sure her label was like, Hey, you should get out there and do like because of you or, you know, maybe hazel eyes. And she's like, we don't know that this is the conversation that happened, but it seems very much like it would be in the vein of, well, it'd be very easy for me to come out here, perform my latest single, maybe do it acoustically and help raise some money. She goes out there and and plucks a song from a little known artist, Ray LaMontagne, from his catalog. And it is an absolutely beautiful performance of the song Shelter. And you have to go back and remember that she was sick when she did this song and you can actually hear it in her voice that she she's not up to doing the Kelly Clarkson vocal. She she can't push the notes. She can't push her throat. She's just she gives a very subtle and uh, stripped down performance of it. And you can even hear it when she, you know, starts to try to hit some notes or tries to carry some notes that her throat is really struggling but it makes it all the more beautiful and to this day i mean this is 2005 to this day this is still one of my favorite performances one of her my favorite live performances of hers uh, because it's just such a beautiful song and made me a fan of ray lamontaine after hearing that i jumped on the bandwagon and i bought a ton of his records and i'm a i'm a big fan so, like, as soon as you started saying that, like, obviously people can't see our camera right now, but my my mouth was just wide open and I'm like, oh, I forgot all about that. I always <laughs> forget this exists. I don't know yeah. why. I watched it live and I 
always just, I never think of it. And I'm so, so, so happy you included it in our list. Mm -hmm. It is, you're right. It's like vocally not the best from her, but I think it, it worked out so well for like the tone. Cause like at the same time, you don't want an artist going on one of these like really serious events and like wailing and doing all these like crazy high notes and you know, whatever. And I think she like, the fact that she was sick, she had to tone it down and it Mm -hmm. worked out so, so beautifully. Oh yeah. my gosh, what a great performance. I'm so excited and happy that you included it. Yeah. Oof. Oof. All right. Um, which one do I do next? I think I'm going to go same year, a little bit earlier in the year. We're going to do Breakaway live at VH1. This is not what you were talking about earlier. This is like what the unplug thing. Well, the, we'll get yeah. to that in a bit. Get to that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yes, Breakaway Live at VH1 2005. It was just like a session. A lot of these websites, AO or media companies, VH1, um, AOL, um, a lot of these places, Yahoo, they all did a lot of like live sessions back in the day. Kind of what Jeremy was saying, like doing stripped down session stuff was way more common mm-hmm. and way more like cool and unique. And now it's it doesn't really exist as much anymore, but. This, you know, as much crap as we give Breakaway sometimes, I realize how much I love it acoustic. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it really allows you to, I don't know, hear her more, hear her voice more, hear her vocals more. And it's almost, mm-hmm. it, this performance in particular almost sounds kind of like a precursor for her country route. It's not like a country song, but I don't know. It just, it, it gives a lot of the, um, I don't, I don't know. It gives a lot of country vibes off doing this pretty much stripped down. And she hits some really high notes towards the end of the song that I think arguably are better than the album. It's yeah. just, uh, just a stellar performance. And I think one of the best ever of Breakaway. Yeah. There, I mean, there, it's really hard to choose the best performances from a lot of these, like you said, various media outlets like Yahoo, AOL that did these acoustic session type things. Very, very cool, very cool performance. And I, I'm actually surprised that you chose breakaway out of them all, because I mean, there's a lot of other really big songs that are included in these particular session performances. And so I, I'm actually very glad that you picked breakaway because I agree with you in that when it's stripped down like that, you really get to break down the song a little bit more and you get to hear it in a different way that reminds you that, yes, we're all tired of hearing it in concert. She's probably tired of playing it, but at the core, it is still a very, very beautiful song. And, you know, it's it's kind of been getting its flowers a little bit lately uh, you know, it, it kind of came back up recently and, and people have been uh, I've been seeing covers of it for some reason. And all the, the whole the the Sam Smith thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, so I think like that that's sort of that, where it culminated too. yeah. And that performance, I mean, like the Sam Smith version is not on my list, but it gave me a new appreciation for the song that I hadn't had in years. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded us all that, you know, when the song is not the same and the same and the same and they switch it up a little bit. You can fall in love with that song all over again. So, you know, for as much grief as we give Breakaway, it is still a song that that we really enjoy. Totally. 
All right, boy, there's so many still good songs on here. And I like because I know we're probably going to end up choosing some similar songs from similar sessions because I've got a VH1 session song on here, too. But I might uh, step away from that a little bit. I, you know, what? I'm going to go with a, a different media outlets sessions. I'm going to go with an AOL live song. Oh, boy. Uh, a lot of these were included because there were I think that you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong on this, Pam, and I apologize. It's just it's been so long ago. And I don't remember all of these, but I think there were multiple AOL sessions. Uh, yes. I think there was like a like a, a studio sort of in a closed in room AOL session, like the the versions that we got included on the special editions or maybe it was the overseas editions of Breakaway. And those, I think, were from the Thankful era. But then there was also an AOL music live performance. It was like a live Kelly Clarkson concert that went out over AOL. Um, well, there are three things. There's two sessions at AOL. There's 2003 during the Thankful Era, there's mm-hmm. 2004 during the Breakaway Era, and then in 2005, it was like from like Miami or something. That was like the AOL concert. Okay. So I think I'm going to that one. I think I'm going to the concert. AOL and, concert. Okay. Yeah. It's the AOL, it's, it was AOL Music Live concert, and I believe, yeah, it was from, uh, from Miami, and it is her cover of Annie Lennox's Why. Oh, oh, another one. I'm so happy you brought up, but I did not think to include. Yeah, this is, um, man, when she sings Annie Lennox or anything Eurythmics, I mean, we know that she's got a long history of love for Annie Lennox. You know, she and Reba covered it on the Two Worlds, Two Voices tour uh, with Sweet Dreams. Uh, But her performance of Why, this is just another one of those uh, sort of bootlegs, if you will, that I've had in my iTunes music for years and years such 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 a good performance and i love this song i love annie lennox's version and i was super stoked when i saw that kelly was going to cover it and it is just a beautiful performance i definitely did not know this song before kelly covered it and i think it's kind of a like a fan like a probably like a huge fan favorite like of all time like if people had a name like their top 10 favorite covers i feel like this could definitely make a lot of people's lists yeah just like pulls on your heartstrings and this would be something i would love to hear her do as a studio version Mm -hmm. even if it's still like you know very stripped down i just feel like i would love like a high quality version of this but again so happy you brought this up yeah all right i'm gonna go with one of my favorite covers um I think I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast before. It is Princess of China by Coldplay and Rihanna. So Kelly's done it a few times. She did it Mm -hmm. on the Kelly Clarkson show, but I'm going to do the original one that she did on BBC Radio uh, Live Lounge, BBC Radio 1, I think, Live Lounge in 2012. Mm -hmm. And I never heard the song. I think it was fairly new at the time. It was on Coldplay's current album. And it's like a full band acoustic thing. And I think she just sounds incredible. I think. Her vocals are very powerful here. And I love the way that this studio is set up. It's uh, it's very much set up like a recording studio. I mean, it is a recording studio, but you got the band in one room all playing together. And then you have all the vocalists. So like her and Jill and Kate in like a little like sound booth. And mm-hmm. it just, re- it you know, there's a lot of acoustic performances that are just, you know, on a stage or on like a sound stage. This was a very cool, different, like cool little environment. And it really made you feel cozy and that you were like really kind of recording like a record. Um, 
Jill and Kate sound great on this. I think their voice, their voices kind of contrast a lot with Kelly's on this. And like the harmonies just are insanely powerful. I think it's one of collectively, I think it's one of their best performances with Kelly and just so good. I just, I love it. And, and anytime Kelly does this again, I don't know if she can ever top this version. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot to add, but I will agree with all of your sentiments. I mean, you said everything that I would say. I, I love the performance, love the original song, was so excited when I saw that she was covering it. And man, every once in a while, you know, she pulls out these random songs that you'd never think that she would cover, especially in these these radio interviews or these radio sessions or any of these kinds of things. And just it's a big shock when you get to hear it. And yet it ultimately ends up becoming a, fantastic performance and one that we all remember it's very it's like cool. the best nice like it's be- it's like the best when you literally don't know a song which is a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff on here you don't know it and then suddenly you're like this is my favorite cover you know yeah it's just like a awesome little nugget like a little surprise very cool good choice thanks all right uh, i'm gonna take it to 2009 and it's not often that a live radio performance ends up being almost your preferred version of a song that's on an album and especially a song that was a single that we heard on the radio. And my choice is her version of already gone that she did at Sydney, Australia's Nova radio. This is a really, really good performance. And I think the reason why I like it a, because it's stripped down and B Her vocal is just so different and she carries notes in different ways. She does different inflections and I just really love how broken down it sounds. It's, it's not like already gone for me is one of those songs that I like a lot, but it was almost overproduced. Yeah. And when she kind of, breaks the song down and deconstructs it a little bit. And then when she changes up her notes a bit, it is so powerful and so good. And so if you look up the Nova takeover of uh, already gone, it is my preferred version of that particular song. In fact, I, I kind of wish, and I think again, I, I'm there's so much to remember and I don't remember if she did do this, but I, I have memories of her doing a, a kind of acoustic y, version of already gone on tour i i can't i don't i don't remember but there she has done a lot more as well yeah it's it's also on my list so i'll bring it up next (laughs) okay good yeah yeah i i love it when this song gets broken down and is is not the full like the full band and you know the full production and everything i like it when it's kind of stripped away and it's again more about the vocals i think you're going to kind of see throughout the course of this this episode and this list, it's all about stripping away the the overproduction and sort of the background material and just making it about the vocal. It amplifies the the song in a completely different way. And this is probably the best example of that on my list to where it's so good, I like it better than the album version. Who played on this, on your version, like this performance? Because I don't remember it that well. Like, I don't remember the specific performance. So this would have been, you know, your your Jason, Aben, and Corey. I mean, it was the 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 core of the band from the All I Ever Wanted era. But it wasn't um, was it, it wasn't the full band though, was it? No, it was not the full band. Like, okay. I mean, there was no there were no horns. Um, I I don't even think at this performance, I don't think Jill and Kate 
were if they were they, they might have been there, but they I don't believe they were mic'd because there is no background vocal accompaniment. Okay. It's just Kelly. So again, very very stripped down. Okay, I think you're right about the tour. By the way, about them doing the stripped down version. Now that I'm thinking about it, it sounds yeah. I, I just familiar. I have this memory in my mind of Kelly being flanked by Aben and Corey on stools. And there was like some sections of the show where they sort of broke it down a little bit. If you, I mean, you can hit us up on social if, if you remember this as well, or if I'm just completely having a fever dream and, you know, thinking about something that I wish I could have had uh, for the all I ever wanted tour. But I, I seem to remember this. So the next one on my list is very similar, but it's the same song. It was already gone on 2009 at um, when she was on David Letterman. And mm-hmm. It's this is my favorite performance of this song ever, and it's a full band acoustic. What I think is hilarious is they also have DJ Rick on there, so it's like DJ Rick, yet it's acoustic. <laughs> it's a little, it's a, it's a little bit blurred lines in terms of is it fully acoustic? Well, it's okay. His turntables are all made out of wood for this one, so yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what makes a DJ turntable acoustic. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. Um, you know, I don't have a ton to add because a lot of the stuff that Jeremy said is the same thing. I think. I think you're right. They way overproduced um, the original. And when she did it live, she was able to sing it in a completely different way and do all these crazy notes that we don't get to hear on the album. The album version's great. It's just different. Yeah. Um, Jill and Kate and Corey and a random girl, I don't know who she is, are all, they're four people doing harmonies behind Kelly. Yet she sounds so loud. Kelly sounds so loud on here, which is good. You want her, you want her to stand out. You don't want her to get dr- like drowned out. Mm-hmm. Drowned? Is that a word? Drowned Drown out, yeah. from um like everyone you know, everyone playing. Um do you want to give a special shout out to AR because in the bridge there's just like a really cool bass section mm-hmm. and I just love it. I think it just r- makes it cozy and wraps it up and I yeah. just love I love this performance. And uh Already Gone is one of those songs most of the live performances are better than the album. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, uh, my next one, this was one that I almost wanted to not include it because it didn't seem fair to include it in an acoustic episode because there's actually no guitar on it at all. It's actually just Kelly and a piano. But, I mean, I mean, technically, if we're going acoustic slash unplugged Kelly Clarkson, okay, then this technically qualifies uh, but this is the other song that I was mentioning earlier that when they show a career retrospective video of Kelly's great performances, this is going to be, I believe, one that they show. And this is from 2021's Kennedy Center Honors. It is her performance of The Dance by Garth Brooks. Mm. Uh, again, I was a little hesitant on whether or not I wanted to re- include this just because it is a piano only, but... It technically counts. it's it counts. yeah it's i think it still counts uh what a performance i mean we we talked about it on the podcast when the performance happened it is just an absolutely beautiful performance and with all due respect to garth brooks he is a he's very he seems to be very easy to impress because he just i mean is going wild like he's going full keith urban american idol on this performance where he's just like <laughs> You know, getting emotional about it. You know, he can, I mean, he just, but at the same time, like, it's clear that these two are friends. He cares a lot about her. She wants to obviously give a, a beautiful performance and he, you know, loved it. But also, 
it's the only performance I remember of his from the Kennedy Center honors. I mean, I know other people came up there and, and honored him as well, but I mean, this is the one I remember because it was just so beautiful. And I just, I, 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 I it was my last song that I wrote on the list because I just wasn't sure if I was going to include it. But as the more we've gone down the road with this episode, I'm just like, you know what, whatever it make it meets the criteria. It's going on my list. So Garth Brooks for the win. Totally. I have no notes. It's a, Incredible performance. Mic drop. Yeah. That's really it. Um, my next one, I'm I think it's I think it's acoustic ish or plugged ish. It's so when I think of the twenty thirteen Grammys when she performed, I always think of like the Carol King, you know, she did natural woman. So I went to mm-hmm. go watch it and two things happened. Number one, I realized that Aben is using an electric guitar. So natural woman does not count. <laughs> Number two <laughs> I always forget she also performed Tennessee Waltz. Now, I included the t- I in- my next pick is Tennessee Waltz because even though for this performance he's using an electric guitar, he is not he he's using it very I don't know what the word is. I'm not like a musician, but like very quietly. <laughs> you can't very sparingly. Yeah, so it sounds acoustic in my opinion. I don't know if this counts, but it's literally just him just plucking away. And Jason on the piano. It's not until Carol King that he starts like shredding, kind of, but whatever. I'm including it. Um, I just always forget that this song exists and that this performance exists. And it was, I, I, what I love about this is that, you know, she was nominated for like, you know, for Stronger that year and easily could have performed Stronger, easily could have performed Mr. Know It All or any of these songs. And no, she decided to honor, do the Lifetime Achievement Award performance. And, that just says a lot about her. She's great. Yeah. And again, it's kind of back to the whole shelter thing. Like you don't necessarily have to go out and promote your songs if you want to do something else. And I think this was a very um, unforgettable performance. Like the whole night. I know I said I forgot about Tennessee Waltz, but I mean, as a whole, the just the honoring and she. I just think she she nailed it, and I think it speaks volumes for her. Nice. That's a good choice. Thank I like you. that performance a lot. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very good one. Uh, my next one is a song that she's actually performed a few different times. Uh, she's done it as a Kelly Oki already on the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, she's performed it on tour, but the version that I am sort of putting forward for our list is her 2015 performance on Sirius XM of Tracy Chapman's Give Me One Reason. I adore Tracy Chapman. I love this song. I still love this song. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how many times I hear it on the radio. I love this performance and it is a really cool, soulful performance that she gives. I don't have a ton to say about it other than just it's a really, really great cover. Um, She comes out of the gate a little unexpected, kind of changes up some of the notes, changes up a little bit of the inflection and it's just enough that she pays homage to the original, but yet makes the song a bit hers. Uh, again, she's you know done the song on tour before. She did a really great karaoke version of it, which shows that this is a song that really means a lot to her because you know for every song that she covers multiple times, there are h- literally hundreds that she's done once and hasn't done since. And the fact that she's covered this song more than once shows that this really is a song that means something to her and that she really enjoys. And the, the Sirius XM performance is an excellent version. 
it's funny, the Sirius XM one is the only one that I can think of. I don't even remember it as, as a karaoke, which, oops, I guess I have to go back and watch <laughs> that. But I think you chose the the best one possibly. Yeah, I think I think it was at the end of season two, near the end of season two, that she did uh, the the karaoke version. All right, I have I have some homework to do. It's not ringing yes. a bell. Good choice. <laughs> um, my next one is another one that's like I think I think it's acoustic. It's 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 stripped. We'll say that it's not fully acoustic, but it is a stripped down performance. Um, I chose as something from her sessions at AOL 2003, her very first one. I chose her performance of Thankful, and yeah. I it's so funny. Like it's such a soulful performance where she's like dressed up as like a like so punk. Like punk, like rocker, like it's so like she's wearing like the band tee and like those you know ripped jeans and the studded belt, and that she's like singing the most soulful song that she has at the time. Um, there aren't a lot of live performances of this up on YouTube, and this is definitely like the best one. I think it's one of the clearest vocals. She's just wailing on it, and mm-hmm. you know she'd only been in the business for about a year or so when she did when she did this session, if that, and. Just further proof that like America made the right choice picking her <laughs> as American <laughs> Idol. Um, she sings it so effortlessly. I love it again how it's kind of in like a almost looks like a recording studio kind of vibe. Um, and fun fact: this is my Thanksgiving tradition. I listen to this. I watch this video every Thanksgiving, and you should Aww. too. I do this and the Thanksgiving song from Bob's Burgers and Alice's Restaurant. Those are my three <laughs> things that I listen or watch. During Thanksgiving. Fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wow. She did a Bob's Burgers song. That'd be awesome. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) It's very funny. That's all I have to say about that. I love that performance of of Thankful so much. Yeah. I love when she does, when she does Thankful acoustically. And she, I'm trying to remember because I want to make sure I get this right because she did acoustic versions of Thankful. Um, Man, way back in the day, I want to say it was the Hazel Eyes tour, because um, there is a video out there of one of the final nights of, I believe it's the Hazel Eyes tour, where she comes out for the encore to do Thankful, and that's the night when all the pranks happen on the mm. tour, and so there is somebody who comes, and I know this is when she was touring with Graham. And so there's somebody who comes out in a monkey suit. Oh, no. This is the Addicted Tour. Is it the Addicted Tour? It's the Addicted Tour, yes. Because she had the really short brown hair, I'm pretty sure. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Someone comes out in like a gorilla suit or something. A gorilla costume. Yeah, it comes, yeah, it comes out in a gorilla costume. And they um, they dance around. They Well, first of all, they scare the hell out of her because she doesn't know they're coming. And then there are people down in front, which I I can't remember. I think Ashley might be one of them, but there's people down in front. They're holding fish and they're like making the fit. And there's somebody holding something that looks like water. I found it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was, it was the addicted door. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, It's a video. Just, I mean, if you, if you get a chance to look it up, if you haven't seen it, it's really, really funny. Type in Um, Kelly Clarkson is what I did. Kelly Clarkson prank gorilla. You'll find it. Yes. Yes. And that's another one too, where, you know, it's just one of those things that happens on tour where she, her inner ear monitor wasn't working and they had to switch out her, her pack 
And in the meantime, she was trying because she couldn't hear herself. So she couldn't get the notes. She was trying to find her key. And she was literally on stage like, oh, this is this is going to be where Kelly tries to find the key. Uh, uh, uh. And she just goes through all these different <laughs> note progressions all on stage, all in front of everybody. Um, and I think even at that point, the gorilla is on stage and he's like, hey, hey uh, monkey, do you know the key or something like that? Uh, long story short, very, very funny performance. But again, the the overarching purpose of talking about this is that I love when she does thankful the song acoustically because it's just it's still one of my favorites and just such a beautiful song yeah all right next is you my next one is from another radio performance this goes back to i believe 2007 if you know if the timeline works out correctly and this is one that over the course of the years i've lost the exact radio station that she was at but if i am remembering correctly it was uh star in san diego i think think um but i i could totally be wrong i know this it was a station called star something because she did a star lounge and the song is sober and she didn't do sober a lot uh, especially on like the radio tours and stuff and this is a really really great performance of this song this is another one that i've got the the mp3 pretty much since the performance happened uh you know this is again back in 2007 so this is my december era when people, you know, there would be a radio interview of some kind and people would share the audios. There was always somebody out there. And I and I apologize. I forget the names of the the awesome people who used to capture all the audio for us uh, on the Express. But they were so, so good at their job. And within minutes of a radio interview, we had the full interview plus performances and they were all broken out and you could add it to your library, you know, right away. And I just remember this being such a good version of this particular song. And I still have the same MP3. I have very few of the of the performance MP3s from back in the day. But this is one of them that I held on to because I loved this version so much. I have no memory of this, so I really can't comment, yeah. but I need to look into it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great performance. I love this. I mean, I still love the song, obviously. And anytime you get a chance to hear it, uh, performed, but an acoustic version of it uh, in a radio interview was a little extra special. Yeah. Um, the next one I have, I definitely, I think I mentioned this in our last Kalioki episode, another song that like a cover that I did not know the song existed. And then when she did it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. It is Vincent by Don McLean. Oh, wow. And yeah, I don't know. This just, it really stuck with me. And um, I was talking to my dad about this and He's like, oh, yeah, kind of a you know a ra- random one for her to do. But he was like, did you know this is about Vincent Van Gogh? And I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. The song starts <laughs> with Starry, Starry Night. I never put two and two together. Um, <laughs> I don't have a lot more comments to say because I div- definitely spoke a lot about it in the Kellyoki episode. But just her and Jocko, very um, just you're focused on them and very heartbreaking, very visual lyrics. And I love how she... How she like enunciates. Um, mm-hmm. She sings it like she wrote it. And I love that. And that's yeah. really all I got to say. It's a great performance. My next one is from her iTunes session from 2011. This was as Stronger was out. And she does a lot of stuff from the Stronger album. But she also sneaks in since you've been gone. And I am a sucker for an acoustic version of Since You've Been Gone. It's, you know... 
we get asked every once in a while about the songs that we could you know hear over and over again for the rest of our lives if there's only one kelly song that you could hear and i think both of us have answered since you've been gone yep and give me all the different versions you know give me the uh the the album version give me performance acoustic give me broadway production versions of yeah. it i mean whichever it is I am all about uh, this song. And again, not a ton to say about it other than just it's an excellent performance. I love hearing it acoustic. She's done an acoustic a million times, but uh, this one's just, I mean, it's very, I mean, you're obviously getting a very high quality version of it and it's great. And like I said before about my last song, uh, I still listen to it to this day. Uh, That's a great, great choice. I would have, I wouldn't have thought to pick a since you've been gone for this, this episode, but. I'm glad yeah. it's getting represented here. Um, yes. <laughs> my next one is I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet. Is if I it's a very obvious choice. I think maybe sober live at the Troubadour. We've we talk about this performance all the time. Um, I don't necessarily have like a lot to say. Just like oh my gosh, best performance I think of sober ever. Um, I think I love that it was so spur of the moment because it was fan picked. And it's just her and Aben. And it's the song that I feel like a lot of, um, it's a, it's a deep cut that I think a lot of people who aren't huge Kelly fans are aware of, and they're aware of it because of this video and this performance. So not many other more notes about it. We've spoken about this in nauseum, but just what a kick-ass performance. And, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I think the reason I, I left this one off my list was just because I, cause I did scroll past it when I was looking at songs and I, I think I skipped over it because I just, I saw Troubadour and I figured or forgot that it was just her and Aben that performed ah. that song. So I thought it was a full band performance of the song. So I discounted it as not being fully acoustic, but props to you for remembering that it was just the two of them. Oh yeah. I mean, I watched this performance probably every month. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that so, would have def- that would have definitely been on my list. I figure. I yeah, okay. Um so yeah. you you have two more and I have one more, I think. I've got just one more. You got one I'm, more? I'm all gonna, right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to leave off another one. Okay. Uh the last one I have on here is from 2005. It is an AOL Live performance. Uh we've already spoken earlier about AOL Live um when she did the show from Miami, but this is a studio performance of because of you nice. and i i just love these early acoustic versions of the song um it's it's so it's just such a good song i mean there's we again we've spoken nauseam about some of the early stuff um and especially you know when it comes to songs like because of you there's not a lot we can add to it but some of these early acoustic performances when the song had not yet sort of became a a entity of its own and where you know this is obviously well before she starts changing the lyrics in concert so we're still getting the original album version and it's this aol live version is just a stellar performance uh again i'll echo that this is another one that i still have in my library that it comes up and i will listen to it every single time it is just a, a wonderful performance the Breakaway Era, we got such incredible acoustic stuff. She did a lot of different kinds of did. sessions. She got like AOL, VH1, uh, Rolling Stone. Like she did so many different of these like yeah. little sessions. And just, I'm happy that a lot of them were captured, um, like the professionally, like like 
the audio. Like, yeah. it wasn't just like a random YouTube upload or for YouTube, I guess. But I'm glad we have a lot of studio versions. Um, great pick. Yeah. My last one, I think, is acoustic. We're going to put it on the list anyway, or it's stripped. <laughs> we'll say that. Um, it's from her VH1 Unplugged that she did in 2011. It's her cover of I Know You Won't by Carrie Underwood. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I did not know this song before Kelly covered it at all. Um, my knowledge of Carrie's songs are basically just the singles, I will admit. But it, it's a song that I always forget that Kelly does. Like, I always forget this exists. And then when I go back and rewatch it, I, like, rediscover it and I... I fall in love with it all over again. And I get so angry that I constantly sleep on this performance because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, she did bring this out on tour um, in 2012, I believe, when she did um, the first leg of the Stronger Tour when like Matt Nathanson opened. So she has brought this out for the masses. This was not just a one-time thing, but it's her and Aben and Jason and I think a, I think a cello player. Um I don't know. I think it's some of her best vocals ever. And if you read the comments on YouTube, people are people agree. They're like, this is unworldly. Like, this is just so unreal and so good. And I would love to hear this as a karaoke. I don't think we've had it as a karaoke yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it would be really cool for the masses to see this like on daytime TV. Granted, she would have to cut it down a lot for the minute 30, but I would love to see that. Good choice. Thank yeah, you. that that song, I have no memory of that song whatsoever. So I'm going to have to do my own homework after the show. Really? Today. Oh, my goodness. You're going to yeah. be blown away. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Awesome. All right. Well, that's our list of some of our favorite Kelly Clarkson acoustic performances. Now, what are yours? Are there some that we blatantly missed? Are there some that you kind of know of, but maybe it's a little unknown to the rest of the community we would love it if you would share it with us on our socials we're on twitter facebook and instagram at miss into podcast we always love seeing your comments coming through about each week's episode so put out your comments let us know what your favorites are out there and uh we'll maybe be able to share more with the community yeah um well uh i think we'll what we're trying to do is if we have any of these like list episodes to try to like compile it into a YouTube playlist. So I think we're going to end up doing that um, as well right around when this episode drops, maybe about a day or so later. So you can check out everything that we list that we spoke about today. Um, hope you enjoyed our list. Um, and yeah, yeah as, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Into Podcast. Um, and if you can leave us a rating on the Spotify app, that would be awesome. And same thing on Apple. If you listen on Apple or just have Apple, the Apple podcast downloaded on your phone, you can leave a rating and or review if you wish. And it would really help us out. So more Kelly fans can discover us. And uh, I think that's about it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Yes, we will. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Into Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com. 